Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting on July 18th, a Sunday in the year 2021 from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it's not raining. <laughs> it hasn't rained in a few days. So that means we have to water our gardens. <laughs> um, this is what is traditionally known as rainy season, and there are times when it is actually um you know, pouring, 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 pouring rain. And, but then there are little time periods known as Indian summer. So we might be in a little bit of Indian summer right now, but anyway, on to astrology and some interesting things are happening. So, you know, I think that we had some very lovely things last week where Venus and Mars met and they're still, they're still pretty close to one another. They're not conjunct anymore, but they are definitely very close to one another as Mars is at 23 right now and Venus is at 26. So that's, that's still a conjunction. It's not exact like it was on Tuesday and Monday when the moon was going over them, but it is definitely um, something that is hanging around and staying close together. Now, I told you all to pay attention to that because next year in February and March, we are going to have some very interesting aspects of Venus and Mars conjunct for like a month. And they're going to meet exactly twice, like around February 12th and like March 12th or something like that. So they're going to be together for over a month. And that's because Venus will have been retrograde and slows down. And then when she, by the time she starts to move, she'll be slow, like at Mars's pace. And that's why they're going to meet up in Capricorn and Aquarius. So, but pay attention Make note of what you experienced in these last few days, last weekend, and, and over those days, Tuesday and stuff. But so that's that's part of it. And this coming week, we have a couple of planets changing signs. So let's get into the experience of that. Um, let's start with the sun because the sun is going into Leo as it always does this time of year. And so Venus and Mars have been in Leo and it's definitely, there's definitely been a lot of cat things. <laughs> there's definitely been, I talked about that last week. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's cat energy around us and, and pride and courage and determination. And, you know, Leo is a relatively happy sign. It's ruled by the sun. It's like it shines. And, you know, it's a, it's a happy, um, creative sign. And, um, when Mars goes through it, it, it gives us more courage, you know, and pride and, um, it gives us more, you know, oomph, more motivation to go do things. Um, but the sun is now going to go into Leo, which is where it belongs. So we like this. We like this when the sun goes into Leo, which will be on Thursday, the 22nd. And that is, um, actually at 1026 a.m. Eastern time. And it'll stay there for a month as it always does every year, but the sun loves to be in Leo. Now, in addition to the sun being in Leo, that's, that's Thursday, Friday, there's a full moon in, and that means as soon as the sun enters Leo, there will be a full moon, really 36 hours later. And so that is 
an interesting, interesting thing. Why? Because, of course, when you have a full moon, the sun is in one sign and the moon is in the opposite sign. And this is the moon in Aquarius. And the moon will be in Aquarius at 1 degree 26 minutes. And what do we know about the early degrees of Aquarius? We remember that Jupiter and Saturn conjunct back in December in the early degrees of Aquarius. So, uh, I'd say this has some reference point. And so coming up this week, we are going to have a reference point to the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction we experienced last December. And you may say, Deb, that was December. But it's a famous point. Jupiter and Saturn only meet once every 20 years. And so when they meet, it's an important degree of the zodiac. So we have to once again pay attention because we're getting a full moon that's highlighting that degree. Now, what was going on for you in December? What were you doing? Were there things that you were planning? I mean, it was the end of 2020 and everybody was getting edgy because they were tired of COVID, but it was also the beginning of, like, I remember the vaccines were announced and, and, you know, it was Christmas holidays and what were people going to do and were they going to travel? So that was part of it. That was the collective story. But what was your personal story? What did you know, learn, and do when Jupiter and Saturn were conjunct? Were you expecting things? Were things coming to you? Were, what happened? So Whatever happened may get triggered this Friday, um, which is, you know, five days from now. But but we're going to feel a shift in the energy because, first of all, the sun is going into Leo, its favorite sign. And then, like, 36 hours later, we have a full moon. And the moon, you know, at that point is going to trigger the Jupiter-Saturn. So it is a reminder. So pay attention. Make a note. What did I feel like today? What do I feel like today? And it may be a very subtle reminder. It may be, well, I don't know. I, I don't recall anything special happening. Maybe a very subtle reminder of something very big. And maybe in the world, we should see some sort of reminder of what was going on last December. So we're going to start hearing stories, you know, about last December, and we're going to be reminded of things of last December in 2020. And that was an important time because that was, that was one of those astrological moments. And so we're going to feel that astrological moment this as we go through this week. And again, that astrological moment will be repeated next year in March when Venus and Mars conjunct in early Aquarius. So this point is going to keep coming back to us and keep reminding us. We're not finished with that energy. You know, just because it happened in December doesn't mean that it's over because, you know, Saturn is still in Aquarius and this was the beginning of Saturn in Aquarius. Jupiter's going back into Aquarius at the end of the month here in a, in a couple of weeks. And so we are looking at the beginning of Aquarius as something profound again. And we'll be working with that energy again this week on Friday. So pay attention to that. It was a big deal. It was the first time Jupiter and Saturn have conjunct in Aquarius in 200 years. So a moon going over that? This is going to be an interesting full moon. 
But it is not the only full moon in Aquarius because it's so early in Aquarius that, you know, the moon goes around the zodiac in 28 days. And next month, we are also going to have a full moon in Aquarius. <laughs> How about that? That's what's called a blue moon. You know, when we say once in a blue moon, um, it's going to go at 29 degrees, 37 minutes of Aquarius. And that means that the sun will be going into Virgo only hours later. And the moon, only hours later, will be going into Pisces. So they're both going to switch signs over, but they're going to meet up in opposition in Leo and Aquarius again. So the sun will still be in Leo, and the moon will be in Aquarius again, because it will be just about four weeks, 28 days, since the moon will have been in Aquarius. So this is actually fascinating. We don't get these blue moons very often, and that's hence the uh, metaphor and the, the colloquial saying, once in a blue moon. Um, and so this is interesting because it's Aquarius, because Saturn's in Aquarius, because the Jupiter-Saturn happened in Aquarius, because by that time, Jupiter will be back in Aquarius as it will be going back in there in a couple of weeks, like I just said. So the, the moon is going to conjunct Jupiter um, hours before the full moon. So that's really going to be a full moon with Jupiter, but that's not till August. But pay attention. Big news. If you're an Aquarius, you're going to feel this. If you have a lot of Aquarius energy in your chart, like your Aquarius rising, you have an Aquarius moon, you're going to feel this. These are things that are, you know, a little over the top because Aquarius is eclectic and innovative and strives to be different. And a lot of this energy is going to be uh, upon us as we experience July and August. So this is, this is something really to pay attention to. Okay. And remember Saturn is in Aquarius. You know, it's going to be there for a while, a couple of years, and Jupiter's going back into Aquarius. And this is all going to be very, very interesting um, because Aquarius is going to be highlighted again and the innovation, the, the thoughts about advances in science and technology, the thoughts about oh, high-level thinking, consciousness, you know, different dimensions, all of this is spiraling around us right now. And we're all um, hearing through bits and pieces th that things are shifting and changing. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I feel consciousness speeding up rapidly. And it's, you know, yeah, Aquarius does that. That's a lot of Aquarian energy. And so I really feel like things are just moving, moving, moving very quickly. And on some level, it's a little difficult to keep up. Um, but I feel the consciousness expansion dramatically. Now, Jupiter is the expansive planet, and it's finishing its little short tour of Pisces and then going back into Aquarius. And they're both consciousness-expanding signs. But Jupiter is the expansive planet, and I really feel like we're headed towards some big, expansive consciousness-raising experiences. And those things can happen in your sleep. They don't necessarily happen when you're in line at the coffee shop. They are, you know, in your sleep and in your meditations and, in, you know, and sometimes in your waking moments, you really shift. What I often do is I get a sense of where I am now and I feel into where I am now. And I look back 
over this last several months and I see how I've changed. Like, I don't feel like that anymore. Boy, that was going on back in January. I don't feel like that same person anymore. That's when you know you've been through some big consciousness shifts, okay? That's when you know you have been through something. Even though we're living it day to day and on that micro level, we're not paying attention. We're getting our, you know, we're getting our breakfast together. We're making our coffee. We're, we're working. You're getting your car fixed. You're taking your kids someplace. You're trying to take a vacation. You're, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're doing things. You're living your life, your day-to-day life. You're buying cat food. But, but what's happening is something collective is shifting deeply and profoundly. And, you know, when things shift in the collective, we start to notice it only after things have happened. Like after last year, that was a collective experience, collective unconscious experience. The entire world could not escape the uh, news about a pandemic. Nobody like said, what pandemic? Everybody knew about it, right? That's an experience in the collective unconscious. We're having more of those. You know, Aquarius is a collective unconscious sign. And so we're moving through some dramatic shifts in consciousness. And it's important for people to kind of keep on top of that. Of course, I'm preaching to the choir because anybody who listens to an astrology podcast is probably already aware of those things. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's lots of people who don't do that. <laughs> Either listen to an astrology podcast or or pay attention to pay attention to where consciousness is is going on earth. Okay. And, you know, there are things to do. Um there are there are things to strive for in your life. If if there's ever a time for you to want to change your life and deeply shift something, do it now. Like take on this this consciousness raising experience with Jupiter and with Saturn and what's with what's going on in consciousness and take take on those energies. Sit with yourself, decide what you want, shift your energy, start to move out of your old environment, clean up your environment, clear your clear your space, start to figure what's next for you, okay? very important. Meantime, guess who else is changing signs? Venus. Venus is finishing up her tour of Leo where she has been hanging with Mars and she is going into Virgo on the 21st, which is Wednesday. And that's going to be in the evening Eastern time, like 8.30 Eastern time. Venus is not at her most favorite sign when she's got, you know, a visit to Virgo. You know, Virgo is a sign of service. People like to be serving others and doing service in the name of of work and consciousness and 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 anything. I mean, you know, your just your daily job is Virgo. It's very Virgoan, and people who are uh, Virgoan in nature, Virgo rising, Virgo moon, especially Virgo moon, they love to work and do things. You know, they love to clean, <laughs> and. Virgo, Virgo sun, you know, you're going to feel Venus entering your sign. So Venus, you know, she'll stop and she'll do her visit to Virgo as she does dutifully every year. But, you know, she's more concerned about serving humankind than she is about falling in love. 
see when I was talking last week, especially on Instagram about, you know, falling in love and being in a loving energy and falling in love with life. That's where you have to do that. In these next days, before Venus goes into Virgo, if you haven't fallen in love with your life, hurry up and do that. <laughs> or, or, you know, find out where you might not be in love with your life and try to work through that. Now, Venus going into Virgo can help you do that. She does. She's very good at working. And, you know, sometimes Venus in Virgo is like Cinderella. You know, she's scrubbing the floors. She's, you know doing the dishes she's she's doing a lot of things that are work oriented or healing oriented so if you found places in your life where you weren't falling in love with life and it doesn't mean you had to fall in love with a somebody but you know there are things that you should have found in your life that meant something were meaningful and lovely to you then now you know where to heal those things because venus will go into virgo and help us heal and that's kind of her job. She's like Florence Nightingale there too. You know, Cinderella on one level, but like Florence Nightingale, she's she's in service, you know. And so that's that's on Wednesday. Now, the moon and Mercury are going to be very busy this week. And tomorrow, the 19th, there's lots of aspects. There's the moon trining Neptune in the middle of the night and squaring Mars in the middle of the night. And before we get up like earlier in the morning, um, the moon will be sextiling Pluto. So the moon, the moon before she goes into Sagittarius before she's going to go, you know, void it, like at, you know, 1230 or so Eastern time, but she's going to be doing a lot of talking to planets like Neptune and Mars and Pluto and then eventually Venus and then she makes a very nice trine to the sun and then goes into void um moon's going to be void for a number of hours tomorrow and then it will go into happy go lucky Sagittarius and so you know moon works hard in Scorpio then um goes void t like 12 30 p.m and then goes into Sag at 5, 5.08 p.m. In, this is all Eastern time. Stays in Sag Tuesday and then goes void on Wednesday in Sag at 6.26 p.m. And then goes into Capricorn 10 minutes later. So that's a very short void moon. Um, and that's because we're getting close to the sun changing signs and planets changing signs. You know, at, when a planet is at the end of a sign, it's we have shorter void moons because the moon makes aspect at the end of the sign to the other planet and then moves on. So we only have a 10 minute void moon on Wednesday evening, Eastern time. Then she'll go into busy Capricorn and she'll stay there until Friday. And she's void for a long time, 1234 PM on Friday till 812 PM, um, Friday evening. And then she goes into Aquarius and then she has the full moon like two hours later. So now, uh, that's the moon's busy this week. Okay. Busy, busy, busy. And you know, when we have short void moons, like 10 minutes, that's not really like she, she keeps active. So the lunar goddess is busy and I can't stress enough how important that Friday night full moon is. So go out and look at it. If you can, if it's clear where you are, go out and look at it. Venus, her friend, the other goddess, changes signs, goes into Virgo, and when she goes into Virgo, she's going to oppose Jupiter on Thursday 
um, in the morning when you're having your breakfast, if you're in Eastern time. And so that's a very lovely aspect, the Venus opposite the moon. Very lovely, going into, going into a, a nice balance of the two benefics, the, the lesser benefic Venus and the greater benefic Jupiter. So that's, that's actually a great creative time. It's good to be, you know, find some happiness in your life, find some healing because again, Venus is in Virgo, find some, find some, find joy and Venus opposite Jupiter. I know it's an opposition, but it is a, you know, it's Venus and Jupiter. They still are joyous when they get together. So happy, happy day on Thursday. Um, Mercury, Mercury is busy. Mercury will square Chiron tomorrow. Mercury is going to sextile Uranus on Tuesday. Mercury is the planet of communication. So since he talks a lot, he's going to be talking to Chiron, talking to Uranus, getting brilliant ideas from Uranus, talking to Chiron about how we heal, and then he'll move on. And then later in the week, he's going to make a very nice trine to Neptune. Um, now, last week we had the sun trine Neptune in Cancer, from Cancer to um, Pisces. And, you know, Mercury is in Cancer. And right now it's 11 degrees, but it's going to move real quick this week because it's, you know, if it's today I'm talking to you, it's 11 degrees. And it's trining Neptune on Friday. Neptune's at 23. That means it's going to move another 11 degrees between now and Friday. That's fast. That's Mercury zipping through Cancer. And so, you know, when Mercury's in Cancer, we don't necessarily uh, communicate our feelings uh, easily. There's a lot of planets in water right now, okay? So as I'm sitting here today, before the sun goes into Leo, the sun is in Cancer, Mercury's in Cancer, Neptune's in Pisces, the moon is in Scorpio, and Jupiter's in Pisces. That's five planets in water right now. So if you feel that you are in an emotional time yesterday, today, and probably a bit of tomorrow, you are not alone. This is very emotional. When we have a lot of water in the sky, we don't necessarily verbalize our emotions and feelings. We, we internally um, take them on, and we don't always feel comfortable expressing them verbally. The only planet planet that is in air is Saturn. And eventually when the moon goes into Aquarius later this week, yes, the moon will be another additional planet in air. But right now we are in a very emotional time and a very sensitive time. So I tell you to be, be kind with your words. Mercury's in Cancer. You should be easy to do that. Be kind with your words and be aware of your words and be sensitive to other people's needs right now. This is a time, five planets, five planets in water. That means people can get their feelings hurt very easily. It means that people can um, be very ultra sensitive and particular and they they want to they want to withdraw you know scorpio moon doesn't want to give it over mercury in the sun in cancer wants to retract into the shell um two planets in pisces you know that's that's a lot of water in the sky and very little air very little thinking 
expressing, okay? Thankfully, it's Saturn, and it's in a sign that it co-rules because it can it can and will express itself if forced to. You know, Saturn, Saturn is dutiful. So if it feels, you know what, I have to have this conversation and it feels responsible, that's when things happen verbally. And so with so much in water, I, I just say to everyone, just, you know, be kind to yourself. Um, don't be hard on yourself. It's really easy to be critical, especially when Venus goes into Virgo. Um, but right now, things are very watery and very sensitive. So I would mm, be very careful about how we use our words, Mercury and Cancer. We don't want anybody to get our feel their feelings hurt. And it's a good time to do some internal emotional housekeeping. And doing that really will serve you on a certain on a certain level. And so um, the other things with Mercury, so Mercury trines Neptune on Saturday at the end of the week. I'm sorry, I, I think I might have said Friday, but it's Saturday. Mercury trines, it might as well be Friday because it's the, like, you know, early. And um, it's going to be an aspect anyway, Mercury. So at the end of the week on the 24th, Mercury will try Neptune, and then Mercury opposes Pluto. So now lately, planets in the sign of Cancer make the lovely aspect to Neptune, and then they are opposite Pluto, because Pluto and Neptune are at the end of their signs, respectively, where they're, where they're sitting. Pluto is in Capricorn still, as we know. So last week, we had the Sun make a beautiful trine to Neptune, which is felt good, along with that Venus-Mars, and then it opposed Pluto. And I felt that opposition to Pluto. I felt that there were, you know, power struggles in the air a little bit. And as I was saying on Instagram the other day, this is, you know, it's the I versus you kind of thing. Okay. It's me and you across the table and not giving your power away. So we have another dynamic where your words, try Neptune, are soft on Saturday and then Sunday of next week when we're sitting here talking to each other again, Mercury will oppose Pluto in the afternoon Eastern time. And so that's a little tougher. That's like, ooh, words that could possibly be highly transformative and thoughts and ideas that could be highly transformative and big ideas. And when it goes from Neptune to, to Pluto like that, it's like, wow, I have an inspiring idea, Neptune, that could really be transforming for my life or the lives of others. Isn't that amazing? Terrific. That's, a, that's when Mercury's at its best at the end of the week. But opposite Pluto, it could be like name-calling, <laughs> you know, irritation. We have, to, we have to pay attention to the experience of, you know, our words and our thoughts. Keep your thoughts clean. Keep your thoughts positive, you know. Don't lose that sweet trine to Neptune when Mercury makes that opposition to Pluto. So all in all, this week is interesting. Two planets change signs. The sun moves into Leo, its favorite place. That's, that's always good. Venus moves into Virgo, not her favorite place, but she's of service and of help there. So good. 
we have a full moon that's going to bring up some more interesting things about Jupiter-Saturn, which was a very interesting aspect. And we should not just sweep it under the carpet, pay attention and look at it. It's, it's a very interesting dynamic. And I find all this fascinating that we're going to have two Aquarius full moons because we are moving into this, you know, consciousness raising month. Um, with so much Aquarius activity, Jupiter going back into Aquarius in a few weeks. And so what are we to do this week? We keep busy. We keep working. I don't think this is, we're not in that harshness. There was a little bit of that earlier today because the moon transited between Saturn and Uranus. But I don't think we're in the harshness that we experienced weeks ago. Now, the sun is it going to go into Leo? And eventually, not right away, it's going to transit that same place that Venus and Mars went through over these last weeks. So the sun is going to go into that spot of Saturn and Uranus. And that's not going to be for a little while yet because those are in the teens. And we still have, we're just getting into Leo this week and later this week. So we're looking at that more in August. And so I think July's astrology has been a little lighter than June's astrology. And August, you know, eventually we're going to get, you know, the, these aspects of, you know, the sun and then Mercury, because Mercury will go into Leo on the 27th. And once we get into this, um, you know, with Mercury and the sun going through that zone of Saturn and Uranus, then things might get a little more sticky. But right now, let's try to enjoy July. Enjoy this incredible full moon. See what information it brings you. It's very important. Um, enjoy the sun in Leo. It's alive. And this is, you know, Leo is love and it's children and it's entertainment and it's all those good things that we like to give ourselves, you know. Um, and I said, buy yourself a present last week. I hope you bought yourself a present. Um, and in the meantime, stay close, pay attention to what may be encouraging a consciousness awareness and a raising of awareness and a raising of consciousness. This is important as the moon goes into Aquarius. I feel it in my gut. It's, it's a very strong energy. Um, it triggers a famous point now. And as we get closer to that we you know we're going to learn some new things about ourselves about the world about what our mission is about what's happening for us next and you know i hope that you have been sort of staying on top of your manifestations and the direction that you want your life to go and remember saturn and uranus are active through the end of the year and they are directing us towards a new life and the self-doubt comes in when Saturn gets triggered okay and the breakthrough the desire for the breakthrough is when Uranus is getting triggered so when planets are moving in that zone like they were earlier today when the moon was in Scorpio um it's it's we get the dynamic it's like I can't wait any longer I need to do something else I can't stay with this situation any longer I've got to move forward um you know, that moon is going to move through Aquarius and touch Saturn next, at the end of the week. And, you know, once we have the full moon, 
you know, the next day that moon and Saturn are going to meet up. And so there may be some dynamics that we need to work through during this Aquarian time as we get through Friday and Saturday. And it's going to be very important for us to pay attention to that. Listen to what's happening. Listen to your life. Listen to what your gut's telling you. Listen to what the universe wants for you and what you want for yourself. Okay? And that's about it. May your life be filled with purpose and joy as the sun goes into Leo um, at this full moon. Do a ritual. Think about what you learned last year and at the end of last year and what is coming up again for you at the same, you know, at the same degree. And may you have a beautiful week. Um, I'm available for consultations. You can go to thegoldenastrologer.com, click on book online. I do lots of things. I put up a video the other day on Instagram saying, hey, you know, I'm more than an astrologer. I do emotional clearings. Um, and it's really important to, you know, do emotional housekeeping. And I'm available to do that as well. Watch me on Instagram. I do videos. I do posts. Lots of things happening there. The Golden Astrologer. And I'm on Twitter at Deb Astrology. And I wish you a beautiful week and much gratitude for listening. Thank you and love to all.